I V M. You are listening to the Signal Daily, brought to you by Front Page Studios. Ex-formerly Twitter lives up to its name as an unknown variable, since nobody can predict what it'll do next. On October 17th, X announced that it's rolling out a new subscription method where users will have to pay $1 a year to be able to interact on the platform. The so-called Not a Bot program is currently under trial in New Zealand and the Philippines as a way to curb spam content, platform manipulation and bot activity. While existing users will not be affected yet, the paywall will limit new unsubscribed users to viewing content and following profiles only. It's only by paying the annual fee of a dollar that these users will gain access to key platform features such as liking, tweeting, retweeting, replying and saving posts. Now this comes almost a year after Elon Musk's takeover of the company and among many many changes, a paywall is the most stark change brought upon by the platform since it was rebranded from Twitter to X. And well, we are all aware that since Elon's takeover, the company's public image has taken quite a hit. and it's seen a continuous revenue decline the top boss himself said in a tweet last month that x has seen a 60% drop in ad revenue this year and this comes after several influential advertisers left the platform following the dissolution of its trust and safety teams now musk has since handed the reins of the company to linda yaccarino former chairperson of advertising at nbc universal and the new ceo of x however did claim at Vox's court conference last month that the company was nearing the break even point in terms of operating cash flow and that 90% of its top 100 advertisers had returned she also claimed at a conference earlier this month that the platform had seen an all time high usage this summer with users spending 14% more time on the platform and signups are up by 4% compared to last year however an independent report by market intelligence firm similar web has claimed that Excess global website traffic in September was actually down by 14% as compared to last year, while its Android app usage was also down by 14.8%. The report shows that the fall in traffic is part of a larger trend of declining user engagement across social media platforms. So then, does it even make sense for X to be pricing signups now when both its user base and revenue base are in flux? What is the X CEO of X thinking? Well, we'll never know, but in my humble opinion, the subscription makes some sense as a new revenue stream. Especially since its earlier eight dollars a month premium subscription service has reached six forty thousand users as of April, according to Statista. But Musk has claimed that the new annual subscription is not a means to generate revenue; rather, it is the only scalable way to tackle bot activity. Anyway, however, it serves Elon. A partial paywall at least means that free speech on X. Ain't free anymore. For the next few minutes, you are going to know a little more than you did yesterday from the world of technology, business, policy, and anything that leaves you with food for thought. Hi, I'm Shorbury, and this is the deep dive for October nineteenth, twenty twenty-three. Victoria's Secret is America's largest underwear retailer. You might have been aware of the fact or you might not it doesn't matter but one thing that we all know is that throughout the 90s the 2000s and even into the pre me to 2010s 
Victoria's Secret and its collection of top shelf lingerie, bikinis and bras defined what it meant to be smoking hot and undeniably feminine. Featuring tall, white and skinny supermodels, the taglines on its advertisements were like quote-unquote the sexiest bras in the world or quote-unquote one gift, a thousand fantasies. And you know, its annual fashion show in its heyday was almost a cultural talking point where supermodels used to strut on runways in high heels, trappy lingerie and angel wings. When this ultra-sexy brand in the post-MeToo world was forced to reckon with the fact that its idea of sexiness and femininity was, well, just male fantasy personified. One journalist in the New York Times called its fashion show Babes in Thongland. That's when Victoria's Secret tried to somehow shed its image. The sexy lingerie brand was now embracing women empowerment and what has become America's favorite word to whitewash everything, that is, quote-unquote, inclusivity. In 2019, the intimate apparel brand cancelled its sexiest fashion show and less than two years later, announced a rebranding and launching VS Collective, which was a group of women who would serve as the ambassadors of this newly enlightened and extremely emphatically inclusive brand. The collective of these brand ambassadors included a soccer player, a transgender model, a plus-size model, and even a desi girl, Priyanka Chopra Jonas. The older slogan, quote-unquote, the perfect body, got replaced by a new slogan, which was, quote-unquote, a body for everybody. But that was 2021 and 2022. Now, in 2023, Victoria's Secret is done with inclusivity, or at least unsexy inclusivity. In the words of brand president Greg Eunice, inclusivity can also be sexy. So this is the deal now. Inclusive Victoria's Secret wants to be sexy once again. CNN reported last week that in a presentation to investors in New York, Victoria's Secret executives emphasized that the brand will bring back sexiness. And I'm sure you got many questions, as do I. First off, what went wrong with the whole rebranding? Second, are those angels with wings staging a comeback? And most importantly, what does it say about the business of fashion? Let's dive right in. So as you know, in the wake of the Me Too movement, Victoria's Secret was facing backlash on the internet for promoting unrealistic standards of beauty. But don't mistake the backlash for the sole reason for the whole rebranding back in 2021. In fact, at the time, accessible brands such as Third Love and Parade were disrupting the intimate apparel market with inclusive market and progressive language. Singer Rihanna, for instance, also launched her accessible lingerie brand, Savage X Fenty, in 2018 which not only positioned itself as what CNN describes as the quote-unquote remedy to Victoria's Secret narrow demographic, but was also an instant success. These accessible digital newcomers were more in clue with the changing culture and they were swooning away younger buyers. And as Forbes noted, market share for Victoria's Secret fell from around 80% in 2016 to 65% in 2019. This drop in sales and revenue forced Victoria's Secret to clean its hypersexualized image. And it came out as all-inclusive. So that meant hypersexualized angels were out, diverse women of varying age, race and sizes were in. Now, from the looks of it, it seems the rebranding has failed. Chief executive of the company Martin Waters reportedly told investors last week, and I'm quoting him, quote, despite everyone's best endeavors, it's not been enough to carry the day, end quote. Well, it's not been enough to carry the day because the revenue of the company has been falling. 
And according to American news outlet Puck, last year the company logged $3.6 billion in sales, way down from its peak of $7.7 billion in 2015. So now the CEO and the executives are of the opinion that the brand should go back to tried and tested waters. And what does that mean? Well, for one, Victoria's Secret's cancelled fashion show is coming back. Though this time it's not a runway, but a documentary. A format that was ironically popularized by the rival brand Savage X Fenty. Which means, at least for the time being, angels will stay exactly where they belong, in the past. In the brand's new campaigns, inclusivity has taken a backseat and typical supermodels such as Hailey Bieber, Julia Fox, Adat Akesh and Emily Ratajkowski are back in the game. In conclusion, in 2023, Victoria's Secret is sexy once again. But before we wrap up, let's ruminate for a second as to why more inclusive campaigns of Victoria's Secret didn't really pick up with buyers. Now, I don't have a solid answer to the why, but well, it's anybody's guess that inclusivity is at best a social media bubble with ground realities still being very far from it. Victoria's Secret is a premium brand at the end of the day, where buyers typically see them as aspirational, not relatable. And as for what it's worth, Anant Naren and former CEO of Mintra also recently claimed on a podcast that consumers are more likely to click on a product if it features a white-skinned model. If you like listening to The Signal Daily, please show us some support. Rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We'd love to hear what you have to say about this podcast. So feel free to shoot an email at hello at thesignal.com. The Signal Daily is produced in association with IVM. This episode was researched and written by Dhruv Sharma and Anoop Sembal. Edited by Dinesh Narayanan. Produced by Manaswini. Mastered and mixed by Manas and Nirvan. You can catch this podcast every morning on Spotify, Apple, Amazon Prime Music, Google Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We are the signal.co on Instagram, LinkedIn and Twitter.